Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It is time for another episode of the Rocket Punch Cast. I am Seth, joined by my good friends, Mr. Cameron. Hello, everyone. And Mr. Will. Hey, what's happening? We are putting the Rocket Punch Cast in stasis, in cryosleep. Cryosleep. Into cryosleep. We are sending it on a very exciting mission to space. We've partnered with a company called Wayland yutani Uh, They have graciously provided us an android... (laughs) To watch over the ship. Oh wow! Okay. While it is in cryosleep, and while it's on its expedition to explore uh, an unknown world, um, we are going to take that time to talk about E3 right here on the main Rocket Punch Cast feed. So this is called our road to E3. Um, we are breaking down the next three weeks um, of all of the cool stuff that we expect to see at E3. We're going to go through the third parties um, this week. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit about. Nintendo, and then the week after that, we're going to have the double bonus episode, because that's pre... That's the week before E3. E3, yep. Really starts to kick in. Um, So we're going to talk about both Sony and Microsoft. We'll have two diff- different episodes on different days that week. Um, But it's going to be a really exciting time. We are here to talk about 100% speculation of what we <laughs> expect to see, so... Throw all the facts out there. I don't know. There may be some facts. There are some facts, especially with third parties. There were some recent news announcements... So we do have some concrete information, yeah. but not a lot. And the closer we get to E3, the more you tend to learn, except from the first parties, right? They're usually pretty tight-knit about what mm-hmm. they... They'll say what you won't see, but they won't say what you will see. Yeah. So, Although, um, when we get there, first parties, you can guess, especially can, yeah. from prior conferences and stuff they've had. So. And yeah, we will have those live right here on the Rocket Punch cast feed. Um, like I said... Sony, Microsoft, if those are the big ones for you, those will be the day or the week before E3. So make sure that you keep it glued over there. However, today we're talking about third parties. Third parties, yay. This one's tricky. This one's really tricky because um, third parties are also an important component of the main, you know, the main press conferences from, specifically from Microsoft and Sony. Um, So things like Destiny, you know, technically a third party game. It's like... The first parties are the meat, but like s- some of the third parties are like the the cheese, and then your tomato and your onions that you put on the burger, and then eat the bun. I a pizza. I was about to say if you say in the the tomato sauce is the first parties and the cheese is the third parties, I'm like, well, fuck, dude, third parties <laughs> way more important. <laughs> no, 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 I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now, you can take the tomatoes and whatnot and throw that. Away. <laughs> throw you know away. what? Some some of those tomatoes, third parties, can be thrown away. Those, listen, those tomatoes are the PC game show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is. Good. Um, yeah. So let let me kind of lay out what we're gonna talk about a little bit today, and then we'll dive in. So. Um, we're definitely going to be talking about what I would say are the big three when it comes to uh, third parties. Um, we're going to talk about EA, we're going to talk about uh, Ubisoft, and we're going to talk about Bethesda. Um, Bethesda is the newcomer here, new kid on the block. It's the CW of third party <laughs> oh, <God>. publishers <laughs> and developers. They're like, yeah, we're coming in, we're going to break it up. We're going to look at this superheroes arrow. Look at how hot he is, man. It's great. <laughs> Sam and Dean. Hey, he was on um, American Ninja Warrior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was. That's he cool. killed it too, like Krillin status killed it. <laughs> Krillin. Um, oh Jesus, it was really good. But yeah, so let's just dive straight in here. We've got a lot to talk about, um, and a set amount of time which fluctuates greatly depending <laughs> on how much shenanigans we manage to cram into the microphone. Let's start off with EA. Good old Electronic Arts. I saw a great cosplay picture from over the weekend of a person wearing a business suit. 
had a big like EA mask on. It's just big circle that said yeah. EA, and it was a briefcase just stuffed to the brim, like overflowing, like comically Team Fortress Two stuffed briefcase. <laughs> And it's on the front of the briefcase says companies I've killed. <laughs> and uh, I was like, yep, okay. So that company, EA, um, what are we looking at this year? So we're going to kind of break it down. Like, what do you guys want to see? What are we probably going to see? Let's just kind of have an open table discussion about it. Let's start it off. Uh, we're going to get Battlefront 2, right? Yeah, right? Battlefront 2, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it makes sense that they announced that at Star Wars, I think. Star Wars yeah. Celebration. It actually, if I'm not mistaken, it leaked. Didn't it not leak? The commercial leaked like a night before. Yeah, it was a 30-second promo, and then they released the full trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll get more. We will get more information, definitely, especially if that game is slated to come out this fall. We'll um, get gameplay. Yeah. Gameplay is happening. We're going to get yeah. gameplay, and I think we're going to get a lot more just details on. They'll probably show off, oh, these are the new worlds you're going to go to, and here's what you're going to be able to do. You're... It, has it been confirmed that you're going to be able to fly and like go? But be- I know a lot of fans have wanted this, where you go between like planetary dogfights in the um, space to landing on the. This would ground. be the time to do that. For like, real, the I, I think we're going to see a story mission for sure because that's a thing. Like, oh yeah, no, I, that was the big thing they actually touted was there's going to be a huge story mode. Um, yeah. What's her name? Whoever the new person is, she's part of the um, the Empire. She's part of the Empire. Yeah. You actually follow her. Inferno Squadron. Versio or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I imagine maybe the Endor mission, the first mission of the game. That's like the Battle of Endor. And yeah. then you see the Death Star blow up at the end. They've already showed that. Yeah. And then it's like, well, what do we do now? So that that makes sense to me. But if they are going to show the flying from space to the ground, listen, that would people would... That would cement Battlefront as this year's most exciting shooter. Yeah, no. If guarantee. that is a part of the as this year's most exciting yes. shooter, I mean, like what you think about what other people are going to bring. We're going to talk about some others, but like there's going to be Call of Duty. There's, there's like Destiny. Dest- Destiny's there, but it's Star Wars. Just think, think about what you said. I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you, but think about what you said. Your this year's most exciting shooter. I mean, I would say one jur- of I would sorry, say one of their. Sorry, the Seth jury is still out on <laughs> Destiny because they fucking. We're not talking about Destiny here. No, this you, is not the Destiny time. We're not talking about the new Blizzard IP Destiny. We're not talking about it today. We're talking about what I'm saying is that like I think that's been the dream from the probably from Battle original Battlefront two. Like if you remember they were the ad of the space battles. It was like, man, yeah. it'd be really cool if you could just fly down and that would be there. I feel like that would definitely be an attack attack defend type of game mode. But like they'd be like, hey, there's a new game mode called Galactic Warfare or whatever. Yeah, you know, I think it's literally there was one called Galactic Conquest. You just, you just gave Activision their next idea for the next Call of Duty game. game. Galactic oh, Warfare Galactic Warfare, yes. <laughs> the aliens have come. No, it's a uh, but like the idea of like, hey, we're gonna do the Battle of Hoth, and it's gonna start from exiting hyperspace, like, you know, and then like the Imperials have to be cool. land the Walkers, then the Walkers have to proceed. Like that would be. No, here's a question I ask specifically with Battlefront Two: Is do you guys think that it's going to have the staying power that we kind of really didn't see with Battlefield One? Like last year, because like one. yeah, it didn't Battlefront kind of it was there for it a little while and then it kind of tapered off. Do you, do we think that maybe 
it's a stretch, I know, but EA and they've kind of learned, saw that trend and are finding ways to prevent that to kind of make players stay longer. I have a, th- I have a theory about what they may do this time around. Um, with, uh, DLC, I, I think that battlefront two will be, uh, sold with no DLC and microtransactions. They did talk about player progression and hero progression will be a big part of this. So I think they're going to take the halo approach and release the DLC for free. Okay. And support the game through microtransactions of some kind, form, or fashion. Because, again, I've been playing Mass Effect, and I think that Mass Effect's multiplayer is the absolute worst when it comes to the way you progress and unlock new characters. They're booster packs, they're cards, the card packs. Um, and in their defense, the card packs are not hard to get if you play the game. Like, if you just play the game, you usually can unlock, you know, like, once you get skilled enough to play, like, a silver or gold, you can unlock three or four intermediate packs or every two games of silver unlock a super mega pack. So it's not hard, but it's annoying because all the character unlocks are random drops from that. Oh, okay. But I could see them very much copying that and being like, Oh, you've unlocked the Imperial officer with the bazooka. You know, like that is the new thing you just unlocked and that replacing the need for this season pass shenanigans. Cause the season pass, I think is what killed that game more than anything. Cause I remember when the, wasn't it like crazy expensive, like forty or fifty bucks? It was fifty bucks. Um, also, Jakku was a pre-order bonus. pre-order bonus map, which was sold later, but way later, past the point of carrying. Past the point where anybody was even in the game. Yeah, no anymore, one was really so. playing the game at that point. So, I yeah, and I think the lack of modes um, was was another part of that. Yeah, no story mode. Almost yeah, like a it, very much a. It was like a, a Titanfall situation. Titanfall kind of came out. It was multiplayer only. There wasn't a story mode. They had very few like modes at, at the launch. But then as the game got better, it got better as it progressed. But by that time, nobody was there. And then Titanfall 2 came out, and it's the best shooter that we still can buy today. <laughs> yes. And it's like you, 20 bucks. You can get on the cheap. Yeah. It's you can like catch 20 bucks. Really it's still deal. better than any Call of Duty or Battlefield you've ever played. <laughs> it's still the best. And you get John Max. Yep. No DLC? Uh, it's all free. It's all free. I, I, I don't know what. It doesn't make sense to me while that game maybe, is. Important. Maybe that's something to, so to lean he, on. So hang on. Here, I figured 2. out what they're going to do for Battlefront 2. Open up Titanfall 2, save as StarWars.exe. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, the Battle of Hoth, the ATAT is going to be like coming up on the shield generator. Boom. Titan drops down on the ATAT. <laughs> exclusive new crossover. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Titanfall cross at Star Wars. <laughs> The Imperials, the Star, the Star the Imperials are taking the fight to the Rebels. But like, the Rebels ne- like never before. <laughs> yeah, the Rebels are, are ready to fight back. I mean, it's basically the same. Rebels. <laughs> yeah, except, and, you know, they have Death Stars. <laughs> now, the thing I'm most excited for, this is going to be some of our um, good, chunky... Th- I feel like 2017 has been the year of the Empire for Star Wars, just as a lore mm-hmm. standpoint. Like, Getting um, Rebel Season 3 was very Empire. There were a couple episodes that were super focused on the dealings within the Empire. Thrawn, the book Thrawn came out, which is basically Imperial politics. It was great. But I'm a mastermind, and I'm super cool, and I'm the coolest dude ever. And <laughs> Darth Vader's the only person cooler than me. But um, And he's in that book. Fuck, and this is the best book. Go read yeah. Thrawn. Anyways, um, yeah, I think that... That it's going to be really cool to see the perception of the Empire from the post-Endor battle event like what what happens when you find out that not only has the emperor died darth vader too has died 
which, you know, some argue that, like, Darth Vader was actually the military leader. You know, yeah. that's what people yeah. looked up to as, like, the symbol of power, the executor. His ship was, like... The flagship. That was the thing, right? And in an original expanded universe, the loss of the executor was way more devastating for morale than the second Death Star. And it was, like, fucking... Wow, you know, they just blew up one. You know what we should do? Build another one. Like, no, build a fucking giant-ass Star Destroyer and destroy everybody. Like, um, But I'm excited to see, like, that perception. Um, also, another Star Wars female protagonist, which is pretty dope. Yep. I want to see Thrawn in this game. <laughs> no. No, it was like a figurehead doling out missions to post the destruction of the, uh, I'm the Death I'm real Star. curious as if Thrawn lives past Star Wars Rebel Season 4. I don't know. Like, I mean, here's the thing, though. When he was in the e, like EU, he was like the the leader after those two died. Weird. And this is not the Star Wars cast. This is, <laughs> no. the, this is the Rocket Punch cast. This is Road to E3. This is not the Road to Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Now, if well, you want that, look, fans, if you want that, tweet us. Now, I can't. Well, hang on. Since we're talking Star Wars, let's see what we want to see. Yeah, with Kathleen Kennedy's project. Oh God, Visceral Games. The Visceral Games project. The, Give me that, that has, as far as wanting to see, that has to be shown. It had like it's been cooking for a good minute now. And didn't we get a? They talked about it on stage last year at E three, just saying that hey, it's in development and it's coming. The dragons are coming. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I I would feel at this point, how long is because what that's the game that um. Amy Hennig from the Uncharted team went to write, if I'm not yes. mistaken. Amy Hennig, yes, that's And it. she's been gone at least for a year and a half, two years, so we have to at least have gotten somewhere with that. Maybe, even if it's just a teaser trailer, we have to. I, I would feel we have to see something from that. Yeah, I would like to see that too. That, that game is going to probably play a lot like Uncharted and like a third-person action-adventure story-driven uh, thing, maybe. If it's... It's visceral. If it's going to play like anything, there might be similarities to Dead Space because Visceral yeah. created Dead Space, which is one of my favorite horror games. It's awesome. Um, it, there might Amy Hennig just the writer, so I don't know if there's going to be Uncharted influences in here. But as far as third person goes, I think it may lean more towards that or whatever. If they brought the guys that were working on um, Star Wars thirteen thirteen. If they at least had a fleshed Red out plan, 13, yeah. 13. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It, if they had a plan at that point, they could have brought that team in to kind of flush this game out. I, I really want to see a good original Star Wars story. Like Rogue One showed the world that you can you can pull everything out of nowhere and it works. Like all of those characters were new, all of those settings were for the most part new. Like the you know Scarif and all those were all new, right? Like a hundred percent original. They didn't have to lean on much nostalgia. I mean, the Death Star, Darth Vader, and Princess Leia were there, but everything else was pretty much, pretty much new stuff, you know. And so, I would really like to see something new that's yeah. Star Wars that doesn't lean on. Well, how many millions of planets are in that universe? Let's go. Oh yeah, I mean, there's no. I mean, there's no short. Yeah, you just reach out and grab something. Yeah, we're gonna. We need to go ahead and just talk talk about this. Get this out of the way, honestly. Um. The sports games. They'll be there. They'll be there. Now, the the only Surprise. thing, I don't want to waste your time with these, because if you're a fan of the sports games, awesome. Congratulations. The number will go up one this year. <laughs> I got news for you. Madden, it's coming back better than ever, baby. It's got a number seven, 18. It's got, it's got Tom Brady on the front. It's Tom Brady's on the it's front. Game of the yeah. Year edition. So who is going to be, this is my question, who are they going to bring on stage to talk? Tom Brady. 
Oh no 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 no! When they when they bring somebody to talk on the stage, usually it's with FIFA because that has a much wider, much more worldwide FIFA. appeal. Because I remember they were like, "We got someone real special," and it was like it was Pele. Pele, yeah, yeah. and it's like <laughs> it, it, there was a group of people that were like, "Oh," and then everyone was was like, "What?" The Americans were like, "What?" Yeah, no, you, know what? Like, you know what? Get David Beckham. These are names. Okay, you could do Beckham. Yeah, either Beckham or um, Lionel Messi. Messi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, however you say his last name. They'll come out, play a sizzle reel, talk about some inspirational bullshit and how hard <laughs> it was to become an athlete, and then they'll move on. The The only note I would probably mention with this is, I don't know if EA would show it here, but they did talk about making FIFA for the Switch last year. And if they showed maybe, if Nintendo, I'm sorry, if Nintendo allowed them to show some of the, um, FIFA on the Nintendo Switch gameplay-wise... That would be kind of I mean, interesting to see. I don't see why they wouldn't. It's EA's game. We've got a brand new way to play FIFA on the Switch. You take the two Joy-Cons, you put them in your socks. <laughs> and you, you put them in your socks, and then the, using the, the motion control, you play the game of FIFA. No, it comes with a little leg strap, so you strap them to your... Uh, no, 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 cast. no, that's too organized. I just want them to be like, literally, you're supposed to put them in your socks. That's no, how you, you don't put them in your socks. Nintendo's going to come out with this Joy-Con, Joy-Con leg, leg attachment. $25. $24.99. Each, for each leg. Or you get a bundle yet. for $39.99. No, no, dude. Uh, you get Joy-Con thigh when holsters. When did we let Nintendo become GameCube era again? Where it's like, oh, you play the GameCube... Uh, Here's a Game Boy Advance. Slaps on the bottom of it. Ninety nine, ninety nine. Like, what did that? Hang on, hang on. To be fair, I love the GameCube era. GameCube was cool, but apparently not everybody loved it. So, oh, I mean, it was fine. It's just there were a lot of peripherals. Eh. And the Wii, I think the Wii, the Wavebird. Was, uh, dude, the Wavebird is like one of the best wireless controllers ever. <laughs> the Wavebird is legendary. Those you know things what? Still go for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, they do. It's but, insane. I digress. We're gonna. Sports. Madden, FIFA, NHL, um, and they don't do, they may do NBA, but they'll, they'll be there. They will show something about those. Yeah. Um, something that I've, I, something Battlefield 1 related. You think? Yeah, I think that they, they, it may just be like a quick call out or an expansion, but they basically moved Battlefield to this two year, you know, one a year, or sorry, one every two years mindset thing, but they, they want to make sure that, their battlefield they talk about it yeah like it's it's just gonna be i think it may just be like hey we're bringing a new dlc pack to it or whatever it it was a big deal um last year when it did get released a lot of a lot of battlefield fans i'm not one of those fans but a lot of battlefield fans out there that were really happy to see battlefield one it it did i think reasonably well on sales so i wouldn't be surprised if we see something like that Mm -hmm. i heard good things about it yeah i bought titanfall instead yeah i kind of did too but i mean that's us (laughs) Yeah. Again, I think they just need to put Titans in World War One. <laughs> that sounds historically accurate. I mean, that's what happened is we had to send in the nuclear the, the the Titan that we sent to clear the the Eastern Theater was had the nuclear overdrive. Like <laughs> that's what it was. That was the beta test that's what, for it. That's what we dropped on Hiroshima. That's what it was. It was a Titan. It was an actual <laughs> Titan. Just called a Titan down. Yeah. Um, it's a. Uh, I just Titan full of this. I essentially think oh, that that Battlefield is it just needs to show up. It's like roll call. Battlefield one, new DLC. Okay, good. I, I think that will be the limit because any big news on that, they're gonna wait until next E three when the game when that the next when Battlefield, Battlefield is gonna come out. Two comes out 
and then Google breaks because it doesn't know which one you're talking about. Are you talking about Battlefield 2 from like 2008? Or are you talking about Battlefield 2, which is World War II? 2018. 2018. Nah, it's going to be Battlefield 2, Civil War. It's going to go to 1865, yeah. or 1860s. I'll tell you one thing that EA has not been shy to hide, which good or bad, is the sequel for Need to Speed. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure we're likely to see this at E3. Uh, they want for, some of that Forza money. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I I've enjoyed I enjoyed Need for Speed. I think the last one that I played really hard was Underground. Um, very fun arcade. Like I'm as much as everybody loves Gran Turismo, and Forza, and those, those top end games like that. Those are very like. They have their own meta. Like, Gran Turismo has its own meta. Like, you have to live in that world in order to play, you know, as far as pulling your car out and fixing it and do all this other stuff. And Need for Speed was one of those quick arcade games. You just jump, you pick your car, you pick your cosmetics, you jump in, you drive. I don't have to know all these crazy mechanics. Um, I kind of I kind of feel like Need for Speed is a little too late to the party. Um, now, when was the last Need for Speed? It was two years ago. Yeah, I mean, the one came out for the PS4 and Xbox One. But it, I, I don't, I don't think I Need for Speed has the the power that it once had back in the PS2, it lacks PS3. The power. <laughs> Good job. I made so, a car joke. <laughs> yes, so what you're saying I too is, am a car enthusiast. <laughs> no, no, he's not. <laughs> but it, I mean, when you've got, I mean, honestly, the big one, Forza. Yeah. When you've got Forza out there, um, Gran Turismo is now. Let me. It's ask, coming one day. Would EA lower a car from the ceiling down for Need for Speed? They could lower three cars if they are willing to go to that level of dedication. Then I will consider this game. <laughs> but no. if you can't, if you can't at least match Phil Spencer, <laughs> then I, you don't deserve the time of day. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, actually, uh, after Forza Horizon 3 and getting to drive the Warthog, that was a lot. Yeah. That was, I'm not going to lie. I bought Forza Horizon 3 for the Warthog. <laughs> Even with that, with Need for Speed, I think the last game that came out back in 2014 was decent at best. It wasn't the greatest in the Need for Speed franchise. And yet, you, unless they have some huge sweeping changes for this next game, I don't think it's going to do well. Um, now, there might be some hardcore Need for Speed fans out there. I may be totally mistaken, but I think right now... They're coming for you. They're looking you up on Twitter right now. They're like, going to get this Cameron dude. <laughs> at C-Currents, come at me. Yeah. Um, but with, honestly, the last few years with the void that has been placed in the car racing genre, Forza's kind of taken that. I love how you just gracefully dodged using the word car game. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure a racing fan at home is very appreciative. Without car games or sports games. But it, I think Forza's kind of taken that. And it's Forza is really, really good. And you have to be, as you said, you either need to match Phil or don't even come to the party. Yeah. like, And I don't, I don't know if Need for Speed is going to have that power to come to the party. It but won't. Maybe we'll see. I don't know. You know who does have the power to come to the party? Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 3. Listen, this would be game of the year. <laughs> oh, God. If they can bring this to market, if they can find a way to to surpass themselves. I didn't think they could do it with Garden Warfare 2, but they did. When did 2 come out? 2016. There's no way it comes out. There's no way. 
they talk about it this year. Listen, this is going to be a stealth drop. <laughs> They're going to say, because what do you have to do? What like what's there to do? Re-release the old game, add some new shit to it. But that close together though, mm-hmm. if 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 they talk about PVZ GW three, then. It would literally, I would say it would be a teaser trailer and we would see it next year. We're pushing Battlefront 2 back. <laughs> We're freeing up the holiday spot for PBZ Garden. You are insane. <laughs> There's We're no- really going for a Game of the Year awards this year. <laughs> That's not going to get with Garden Warfare for a three. Yeah, although it is a fun game. I will not knock it. It is a really fun game. I mean, it's the Citizen Kane of video games. Oh, okay. We've been over this before. <laughs> I would love to see that. Are we done talking about Garden Warfare 3 yet? <laughs> if not, I'm going to pull Ambergur back up. No, actually, I have. Let me pull out my list here of requested characters. No, I'm not going to talk about Garden Warfare 3 anymore. Um, those games, actually, the announcements of those games have always been the most fun. I remember the first one. I don't know if you remember. I don't remember the first one. The first one, they had the. It showed the. It was obvious from the beginning it was a Plants vs. Zombies game. Because Plants vs. Zombies has a very unique tone, right? And the character design and the do-do-do-do, like the sound and everything. But they showed the, like, the garden, like, panning over the garden. And then in the bottom was the Call of Duty Modern Warfare text. <laughs> like, oh, I do remember that. Oh, and wow. everyone was like, what is happening <laughs> right now? And then it was like, yeah, they made a shooter game out of it. So, it was a lot of fun. It still is. Mm-hmm. It's it's really a game. Yeah, yeah. The first one was really great. Everything has gone downhill after nope. Plants vs Zombies on the iPhone. Listen, they put the first game in the second game. You, you, you they oh, no, said no, no, import saying, all your characters. No, no. What I'm saying is, after Plants vs Zombies on the iPhone, everything went downhill from there. I remember the man. That was a good. That was a good game for mobile. Plants vs Zombies on iPad was good. Yeah, that's one of the few good mobile games. Yeah, it's like that. It played better on iPad. What are we doing? <laughs> it's a game. We were talking about it. Garden Warfare 3 coming exclusively to iPad. Oh, oh no, God. You never know. Oh, God. Yeah. It. You. We. For folks listening at home, we have this list that we're looking at of for the games that we likely wanted to see and wanted to see. And I don't even know how this game got on the list for EA. The Sims 5. Listen. <laughs> Okay, let me talk about The Sims 5 real quick. Everyone at home, you are sitting there and you're saying to yourself one of two things. Either, wow, who cares about The Sims? Or B, I fucking love The Sims. Those are the two camps that you fall into. The catch with The Sims is this. The Sims is like Madden. You're either in it or you're not. (laughs) But you can't ignore it. It still makes bank. Like, it makes bank. Like, the audience is huge, and they may not buy any other game other than that one game, but they're still a gamer who is very enthusiastic about that well, game. Well, it's, it's actually, even right now, it's a one-of-its-kind game. Yeah. There's no, not that I can think of, there is no game that is similar or very close to The Sims. Yeah. And so it's kind of tailored its own market. Um, and, I mean, when's the last time we heard anything about The Sims? That would be a nice little surprise if they came out with that. Yeah, it's... I mean, they announced The Sims 4 at E3 four or five years ago. It's been a while. It's been a long time. But I remember the green diamond being, you know, and they're like... And everyone was like, oh, Because, like, it makes money. Like, those expansions are... How many are they up to now? Like, 
five or six for five or Sims six, 4? Yeah, they, well, in Sims 4, they did some different stuff. They have, like, expansions, and then they have, like, packs of stuff. Like, that's just, like, building supplies. And then they have, like, updates and things that they have pushed out that yeah. they kind of add new stuff with. But the... The reason I I really would love to see a new Sims just because like I I I think that franchise is really fun and this would be a good time to kind of get people into it. I um, think it's time. We haven't heard much from it in yeah, a while. Um the the thing that kind of holds me off on it is is um the fact that they do have two more Sims 4 expansions that they've announced but have not released yet, which makes me think that Sims 5 might be a next year announcement, but I would love still to see you think they would talk about the expansions? May, the yeah, conference? maybe they maybe they say like, "Hey, the expansions one's coming out, you know, in the spring, one's coming or summer, one's coming out in the winter, and then Sims Five will be coming out fiscal year twenty eighteen. Yeah, next year or whatever. Um, that would be really cool. I just the Sims is a really important franchise, whether you like it or not. It's a very important and very powerful franchise for EA. Um, just just like FIFA and Madden, they are power franchises that you may not care about, but very much matter. Yeah. Hmm. So, I don't know. I couldn't think of anything else for EA. Now, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. What if they make The Sims 4 VR friendly? How would you feel about that? That is a conversation about VR. <laughs> His face, that's and all I'm I needed to, to see. Have. I'm not Guys, ready to have He that. looks so disappointed that I mentioned that. You just need to see this. <laughs> just listen, VR. <laughs> <sighs> anyways actually let's play a drinking game this year and every time someone says vr let's take a shot <laughs> i don't think you'll survive i'll see you in the hospital it's yeah as long as, we're, as long as we don't do it do it during the piece of the game i think we'll be okay <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be so bad okay anyways um moving on uh next let's talk about the new kid on the block bethesda bethesda um bethesda is the newest contender with the exception of one new new kid, we'll talk about it a little bit later, um, Devolver Digital. But Bethesda is the first big company, I'd say, that has an E3 presence. Um, last two years, they've really shown some cool stuff. Um, they've got enough studios, and they yeah. leverage them very well. They're doing really good. Yeah, they have a good spacing. You know, the first year was for Fallout. Um, and then last year they did um, Dishonored Two, Dishonored Two, and all of that. That was really cool. Um, what are we expecting this year? What would we like to see this year? Um, I'll go ahead and throw these two in the pot. There are, there are big, I, we put it under likely to see, but there are big rumors, very big rumors that we're going to see, um, two different games from two games we haven't seen in a while. Um, potentially the next Wolfenstein sequel and from the recent reboot and then, um, a sequel to the evil within, which apparently did very well. Um, I, I, I know it was available on games with gold. I haven't even had a chance to play it yet. But I'm, I've heard both of those games actually did very well. Wolfenstein, everything I heard about that game was once you get past the first level, it's very good. <laughs> yeah. um, and then The Evil Within, I've heard, was a really good horror game uh, that a lot of people, some people didn't give a chance to, but a lot of people enjoyed and had fun with it. Um, but yeah, there are big rumors in the industry about us possibly seeing these games. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? you think one of those games has enough weight to carry as like one of their big titles that's coming out this year like i'm talking akin to like fallout or dishonor 2 i could see wolfenstein doing it the first that previous wolfenstein was so good um and won a lot of new fans for the wolfenstein series the big the big thing there would just be showing 
What made Wolfenstein so great is the story. The story was really, really good. If they could capture that again um, and really push that as a big part of it, I think they could pull it off. Not only that, who doesn't like killing zombies? And I mean Nazis. Yeah, Nazis, <laughs> Nazis, whatever. Well, it depends on what. Yeah, that depends on if you're playing Wolfenstein or Call of Duty. So, what if they're Nazi zombies? <laughs> then you're in Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair. But um, uh, I don't think that. Oh, sorry. I sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. I don't think that either of them stand along, strong enough to be a Fallout or or a uh, Elder Scrolls. But I think together, by our powers combined, they could probably generate that. So, okay. Um, cause the evil was, they're both very single player driven experiences, um, which is the ideal, you know, that's what Bethesda's really, that's what a lot of their studios are known for. On. Yeah. That's what they're, they're really good at. I think that if you do a, if you're talking this year, like a September, or maybe even an August for, um, one of those, like maybe evil within is just like mega already almost done and they've managed to keep it a secret and they dropped that in August. To get in, you know, to get in people's hands, I would love to see that over the Halloween. You know, that would be a good Halloween. Yeah, um, and drop. then November, December time frame. Do Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein? Yeah, hmm. I don't know. I, no, November. I, I, I see. I might flip that because I feel if you put Wolfenstein in the fa- in the fall area with Whoever the rest of those shooters, dies. yeah, like you've got Destiny, you've got Call of Duty, you got Battlefront to Destiny September. Yeah. Um, but we, with the fall time frame, September yeah. to okay, yeah, November, yeah. I would, a part of me almost might put, if they were to come out this year, take Wolfenstein to August, give it a little bit of breathing room, people to enjoy it and get a chance to play it. Maybe pack in the first game for free or something like that, because you can get it dirt cheap already. And then the evil within, I say you put that around the October time frame because there really aren't a lot of like horror games coming out. I mean, Outlast 2 came out already this year. Yeah. And so that would be that would based on the horror fact that would stand out on its own a lot during mm-hmm. the October time frame, regardless of what games were around it. So if you're you know gamers that are it's October it's Halloween time they're looking for this really scary game to try, Evil Within, twos on the ta- on the shelf and you're like okay let me give that a shot. I don't know that's my thought. I feel like that I feel like that would be a good play. Yeah, I Plus, have one. I don't go for it. Uh, I will almost guarantee that the the thing they're going to try and sell you real hard is going to be Elder Scrolls Morrowind, which is not named Elder Scrolls Morrowind because they want you to think it's Morrowind reboot, but it's actually Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind. Oh, the online game. That is, that is going just, to be... That just dropped recently. It's not out yet. Are you sure? Check me on that. It may I don't be think out. it's out. I don't think it's out. I don't think it's out. But I'm I, I, I I 99% sure. sure I don't disagree out. with you. I know you made the comments of like the box art. Yeah, it's designed to look like it. They are, you know, I've seen a lot of ads for it um, popping up. I can tell that it's something that they're really trying to push people to ESO for this. I think you're going to be super disappointed when you see that. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, ESO's had a really hard time. Capturing site previous example of you do really great single player games. Yeah. I, I just don't, I, I I think it may have just been circumstance. I mean, honestly, MMOs are very hard to get into anyway, especially when you've got world of Warcraft is entrenched. P- 
people. And then the, the, its closest competitor, I think, as far as subscriber wise right now, is Final Fantasy fourteen online, and that's that's a little over a million. So, and and then I'll, I'll, for some reason, all MMOs seem to like come in for a little while. They they have their time to shine for a few months. And then somehow they drop off and they go free to play. And that's exactly what happened with ESO. Yeah. Oh, so I can tell you it's June 6th, actually. That's oh, when this expansion drops. So it'll be like right. It'll right be before right before E3. E3. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is, I'm sorry. I have to say it. It's probably one of the worst times to even release that game. Because oh. all people are going to care about, you're going to release that game. And they're like, we're looking at E3 and we're going to find out what games are playing. People are going to ignore that. I'm sorry. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. But. I mean, we'll really have to see because they're doing new console releases for this. Oh, really? Like it's it's going to be a new $60 thing you buy on the console yeah. that comes with that and all the previous expansions. Um, So they're really trying to use this as an onboarding tool. For, for they, they can, but I, I just I don't feel they're going to have success with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that because I'm enthusiastic about it. I'm just saying that from the... Oh, yeah, yeah. No. I put on my business hat like they're... The, when you just release a game like that, you at least give it stage time. There, I would, I would, sh- I would have shifted that to like the end of June, maybe July. That would have been a great, like the summer drought. That would have been a great time to release it, not yeah. literally a week before E three. Well, but if you do it right before E three and give it time on the stage, your initial sales are going to be kind of crap, but you may recoup a lot of that. You may, but it's. It's Elder Scrolls. They haven't been able to do that for the last, what, year and a half? Listen, this is it. The leprechaun is jumping through. (laughs) It's playing on the unicorns while Sasquatch takes and plays checkers with Abraham Lincoln's reanimated corpse. Because (laughs) right next to them is a copy of Elder Scrolls Six. Which won't get announced at E3, but damn, do I want it to be announced at E3. I want another Fallout situation where they're like, we got Elder Scrolls Six. People. I need you to understand something about Elder Scrolls. First off, unpopular yet completely true opinion, Elder Scrolls is better than Fallout, period. Better franchise, I love it more. That is a Seth opinion, but I, no, I can agree with you. I don't care. I And I, I hate saying this, and I've talked about it before, I just don't have enough history behind those two franchises to care much, but... Saying that, at least from gameplay, I lean more towards the fantasy side. I like Fallout's different world, but me playing Fallout 4 was slightly boring. And I, I would agree that I think Elder Scrolls is their more mainstay staple. I want to talk about Sky. I want to talk about Skyrim. <laughs> L- listen, do you rem- some of us may remember this, this announcement, right? Like, they start showing it, right? They're like, we got a new Elder Scrolls game. And they're like showing you walk around and everyone's like, ooh, ah, it looks amazing, right? It looks real good. And they're like, oh, it's Morrowind except snow. Sorry, not Morrowind. It's uh, Oblivion except snow. Because Oblivion looked great. And then they're like, you see that mountain over there? You can walk to that mountain. Everyone's like, oh, shit. Like, what? You can walk to that mountain? It's like, yeah, that's a quest. You're going to have to go up there. There's a Yeti up there. He's going to wreck your shit. But (laughs) then they're like, oh, wait, what's happening? There's a dragon coming. They're like, oh, shit, this dragon's about to fuck us up. Nope. Nope. Dragon battles in the game. And then everyone was like, oh, shit. And then they're like, you, you know, you're fighting the dragon. No fucking, no fucking. And then like you kill the dragon, right? And everyone is like, yeah, this is fucking cool. And then they're like, wait a second, what's happening? Because the dragon is all like getting all ethereal and shit and going into your body. And then it's like dragon soul absorbed. And it's like you unlock powers with this. And you're like, <laughs> people lost their minds. This was so freaking cool. Like, 
<laughs> Elder Scrolls V Skyrim was the biggest game of its time because of just how genius it was. People still talk about the game now. We're getting a Switch version later it's this fall. It's like, what is happening? I'm not going to lie. I'll buy it on the Switch. <laughs> how many times have you bought that game? Once. The main thing... I bought that game three times, and I am very proud of it. I bought it twice in normal mode, put 120 hours across both of them, and I got that remastered one when it came out because the game's... Wait, if you already owned all the DLC on Steam, you just got it for free. Well, that's right. So you didn't buy it three times. I didn't buy it three times. I bought it two times, though. There you go. That's still like... Anyways, the main thing is, is if they... You've already done it. Fallout 4 is how you release a video game. Period. Everyone needs to learn that. You announce it, it comes out in six months, here's a free thing to do today. That's how you do it. It's easy. Keep their mind on it. But it's going to be next year. It's You don't think Elder Scrolls 6? Every four years. That's how it's been since Morrowind. Every four years, there's another... There, it was Morrowind, Oblivion, Fallout 3, which was their big like relaunch mm-hmm. of Fallout. Then Skyrim, then Fallout 4. Whatever the next one's going to be. I'm just saying it better be Red Guard. Better be freaking <laughs> deserts. And Oh, we haven't seen deserts in a... Yeah, deserts, like cool. tropical, like fucking Assassin's Creed Black Flag, that shit. Pirates everywhere. Pirates make games better. Period. Make me a... Make it Elder Scrolls Pirates. That's You could call it that. <laughs> Elder Scrolls Pirates. And you would literally... You would... You would... You would take Destiny. You would take The Last of Us. You would take... The Witcher 3, you would take Metal Gear Solid 5, and you would pass them and transcend into the <laughs> ultimate life form. He, he's full of crap. You haven't gotten there in JoJo's yet, but you would become cars. <laughs> the ultimate evolution of humanity. Jesus. Oh, now I can't wait to get there. Oh, you're, you, you are <laughs> quickly approaching. But I digress. I don't think we'll see it this year, but boy, do I want to see it. But you know what we will see, what we're likely to see mm-hmm. from the Elder Scrolls universe? Oh, God. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Elder Scrolls Heroes, am I right? Uh, Anyone? No, no. Okay. Keep it, it to yourself. It, it's the card game. I, I remember they had one. Wasn't it? Isn't it in beta right now? Yeah, it's in beta. Um, It'll be a mobile game. It's it be... is basically the Gwent competitor. Yeah. Um, no, it's a Hearthstone competitor. Okay. Hearthstone <laughs> already makes a ton of fucking money in its own, so everyone's just competing with them. Ah, sure. Sure. <laughs> Seth looks so downtrodden. That's over like here. that's like a kid going to career day and is like, I want to be a space spaceship person. I want to be a firefighter. I want to dig holes. Okay. What? There's a hole is digger I, over there. Dig. Di- do you want to? Uh, yeah, dig holes. Is that what you want to do? No, but that's what I'm gonna do. It's like just the a symbol of mediocrity. It's just like let's take Elder Scrolls, this great brand that we're not butchering with Elder Scrolls Online, and butcher it some more. There, I think it's just a cash grab. Honest. I, now I may be wrong on that, but I think it's just <laughs> it's one of those like, hey, there's something that's trending. Let's jump on that boat. Let's ride the coattails. And I think that's what it was trending two years ago. Hearthstone when, when Hearthstone came out, yeah, but like Hearthstone is it? What I'll use your word entrenched. <laughs> what well, what is your deal, Bethesda, with trying to deal, trying to compete with Blizzard in the areas that they literally own, like they are the lords of? You're not wrong there, Jesus. 
Elder Scrolls Six Red Guard. I don't know what their re, re, their regions called. You, yeah, I'm the wrong person to ask. Yeah, so. make it that. <laughs> Elder Scrolls Pirates. That's what I want. Announce Scrolls. it six months later. Release it on even some some interesting news. And we talked about this. They talked about this last year, and we haven't really heard anything of it. I thought it was already out, but of course it's E3. We have to bring this up. VR. And if we remember the Doom and the Fallout 4 VR experiences they talked about, do we know if that's going to be seen here? Or are they going to, you think it's just going to be like, hey, the, remember we showed you these last year? They're now available for download for anybody who can get it for whatever on Steam. What do you guys think? Eh. VR is a thing. People want it. Sure. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not that interested. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, I, I don't think anyone at this table's interested in the VR showings, um, specifically. But it's just curious that they were talked about at on stage last year, and then you never heard from them again for the rest of the year. They even had demos. I think they let people play through like sections. I think if you're gonna do VR, it's fine to go ahead and test it and figure it out. Um, I think they're gonna have a hard time solving the motion sickness issue that everyone's trying to solve, right? Of like, how do you how do you move a character with a controller? <clears throat> how do you move a character with a controller, but then also move with your head and not get sick, right? Yeah, that That's, is a little disorienting. It's hard to do, and if you figure... I feel like what they need to do is they need to figure it out so when Elder Scrolls Six does come out, it's a day one feature. They say like, hey, Elder Scrolls Six is going to be fully VR compatible from the start and make that the like a big selling point for it if that's what they want to do, but adding it to fallout four, like I don't want to go back and play fallout four. Like in I VR don't like, it's like, okay, great. It's in VR. Like that's fine. But there's new games in VR. Like Farpoint is way more interesting to me to play than elders. Fair enough. Than doom or do doom. Otherwise known as projectile vomiting. That's might as well call it doom and PV because it's projectile vomiting <laughs> everywhere. Like, no, that game is way too fast for VR. So, PV. Uh, Speaking of Doom, I have another wish list. Okay. Doom 2. Oh, man, I would love that. Love that. It was so good. It was. um, Holy crap. I'd be okay with it. I'd be okay with that. You'd be okay with it? I don't think there's been enough time. When did it come out? 2016. Mm, yeah, it might be a little soon. Might be a little now, soon. Wolfenstein's much more likely. I'd agree. That, or they took the Doom engine and they're working on a new Quake. His his brain's about to explode. Listen, as soon as they started teasing that Quake stuff last year, I was like, oh shit, oh shit. Because like, if they did with Quake what they did with the Doom, like went back to its roots, like stop with the Space Marine bullshit, garbage pale doo doo garbage. We've already released Alien Isolation. It's done. That game's already a masterpiece. <laughs> then you want to come and you want to come in here. You want to come in with this Lovecraftian, like Quake One reboot. Yes, yes. Where does the money go? Like I'm talking super twisted. Like basically take the premise of Half Life One, right? Where it's like you're there's a crisis on a space station. You know, in Half-Life, it was a research lab. Yeah. And you unravel it, and eventually you go to the alien world to fix it, right? Like, take that premise, quake it. 
you know, it's no longer space aliens. It is now other world, other dimensional Lovecraftian things. Like that was a great tone, you know, stick with the, the, the tone of the first quake where each zone had its own like vibe to it. Like the lava world was very action focused. Whereas like the spooky world was very puzzle intensive. Right. And like have these areas that are well-defined. Like, and I think half-life two did that really well. Right. Like Ravenholm was a physics puzzle, one giant physics puzzle. Right. Um, and then you got to a combat heavy section of the game. Do that. Just do that. I don't want any more MOBAs. We're done with MOBAs. Get done with it. Don't stop it. No, no, you, you can't be uh, shooter done with MOBAs. It. They've done. It's done. As, Overwatch has already been released. Everyone it, stop trying as much as we may want a new quake. So, Unfortunately, so the likely thing you're going to get is um, probably a lot more information quake on Champions. quake champions. Because you're going to have esports. Esports come to quake champions. What you want it, right? You want a MOBAS. You want eSports. <sighs> is it... Actually, no, they wouldn't do this. Partner with Blizzard and Major League Gaming. Oh, no, not a chance. <laughs> yeah. Not a chance. It is, is Quake Champions... Do we, is there a release date on that? Do we even know when so. that's coming out? I thought I, I thought they talked about it at QuakeCon last time. I know, I know it was playable at PAX East this year. Okay. When I went to PAX East, you could play it. That was a, that was a big part of their booth. Um, they had Morrowind videos, Prey videos, but the playable was Quake. I just feel like they're pushing really hard to make that the place for people to try Quake, and they're using the Quake name Mm -hmm. as a way to draw people in to that game. And I'm not, not I'm not interested. (laughs) That's one of those, like, that's, that's cool. And it's just, I never, I never got to play Quake growing up, so... There's really like Doom was my Doom was my jam, so I would much rather see a Doom two like a sequel to that. But I agree, Seth. I don't think that's coming anytime soon. I, if if something maybe a tease next year, and likely in 2019 release. Yeah, right now all they're doing on their site is closed beta keys. Yeah, mm. so it's closed oh, yeah. beta two. That means we've... now that might we might get a date. That might be a thing. For okay, three, right? yeah, like a we're going to do a closed beta, then an open beta, and then release and. That could be something. Would. That's true. Expect failure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most what is MOBAs the, aren't doing hot right now. Get people, listen, this is some good life advice. If someone comes up with an idea that's pretty good, you have one of two options that you can do with it. You can either A, come up with another idea that's pretty good, yeah. or you can take their idea polish it to a motherfucking sheen and build an empire based on that, you would then be called Blizzard Entertainment. However, if someone does that, let's say Team Fortress 2 comes out and is a really cool, interesting class-based shooter, and then Blizzard takes it and polishes it to a sheen and releases Overwatch, you know what you shouldn't do? Try that. Try to do that. (laughs) It's closed for business. It's done. Once it's done, it's done. Like, once Blizzard releases it and you get that billion-dollar franchise, basically, shut it down. (laughs) Don't try and say, well, you know, we're going to create a sleeper cell. Try and get a fourth of that for our game. I'm like, no, don't. Just do something. Make a new Quake. Like, just make a new Quake. That's what people wanted, not esports that's true very true i digress bethesda's done <sighs> bethesda's now done. 
now the fun begins. Oh, God, you're right. <laughs> Let me sit upright in my chair here. Okay. Yeah. Wait, we got the cue the dancing animals. <laughs> They're on stage. Aisha Tyler, she's dancing with the dancing animals. There's Assassin's Creed cosplayers all in the crowd. In fact, the entire crowd is just Assassin's Creed cosplayers. You are at the Ubisoft E3 press conference. And guess what we're here to talk about? This is like trying to define madness. Is really <laughs> what this is. It's like it's like a we we are the we are the psychiatrist from Watchmen who's trying to tackle Rorschach as the psychology experiment. It's just like tell me about this. Tell me about this. Like there is no understanding this. <laughs> there is only darkness that waits us. But what would we expect to see? What do we hope that we see? A fractured what butthole. Movies? Yes, in a more se- ways than one. A, a <laughs> severe medical condition. You should seek help. Uh, like no, to make uh, this easy, there were likely to see there was a um I think the conference call for Ubisoft happened about a week or so ago. They more or less confirmed that a large chunk of the games we have on this list will be sh- will be coming out this year, which means I'm sure we will see them at E3. Um probably the biggest the biggest one I would think on this list is Far Cry Five. Bigger, mm, you think? I will. Actually, I would agree with you. I I would no 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 no. Yeah, let's talk about Far Cry first. Okay, then we can argue this. I, I don't like. I I think now I may be wrong. I haven't delved into Far Cry, but I know it's a huge franchise. A lot of people are very on the Far Cry bandwagon, especially Far Cry Three was great. Um, Far Cry Four, everybody loved and enjoyed. Dude, Far Cry Four. Honestly, that's my favorite Ubisoft game so far, ne- except for Black Flag. Dude, man, I, I want everybody Pirates to know. Pirates make games better. I, I watched Pirates of the Caribbean, and I was watching the like the venues and the islands, and I'm like, told, I looked at my wife and I said, man, I want, really want to play Assassin's Creed Black Flag right now because right now? of this game. Nice job on your enunciation there. <laughs> Look, I, I, I was careful. You got I was it. careful. You got it. Um, There's an inside joke there. We're not going to diverge it. <laughs> divulge that information here but it um far cry 5 i wasn't isn't there a big thing around this because people were reading into the logo and they're saying it's going to be some western and then people are saying that it's going to copy red dead redemption nah (laughs) this is a great example of neo gaff being neo gaff um a lot of people who get on there are they things will be repeated as theory, but they'll be framed as fact, right? Like, yeah. oh, my interpretation of this is this, and then someone will regurgitate it as this guy who's an analyst said this, and then next thing you know, it's like, well, there was a press release that said that it's going to be in a western, and you're like, wait a second, <laughs> this is like in third grade when you whisper and your goal goes in a oh, circle. They're and it's all like, playing telephone. It starts as like, like the boy jumped over the blue ball, and it comes back as like fucking the airplane crashed into um, the ocean or I don't know. I, it's just like the noise that it revolves around that. I don't yeah. think it's going to be a Western. I don't know what it's going to be, but it'll be a far cry game. I'm sure of that. Now, I mean, you know, far cry primal was a thing that didn't do very well. It didn't. No, I thought it did decent. It did the, okay. The but... problem with Far Cry Primal was it was more based around the bow and arrow aspect. It didn't give people who wanted the run and gun necessarily that level of play. Me, I would have been fine with Far Cry Primal. I haven't played it yet. It's like if Call of Duty 
after Infinite Warfare said, hey, let's go way back. And then, but somebody said World War II, and they said, no, 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 way back. Cowboys and Indians, right? <laughs> no, way back. We're talking uh, like War for Independence in the 1700s where you have to, full simulation, you get to shoot once and then put the gunpowder in your gun and yeah. the bullet in the metal and Didn't shoot. Didn't they the- try that with uh, Assassin's Creed? Uh, that was Assassin's Creed 3, but I don't think you could. Dude, do listen, I played a mod for Half-Life back in my days of half-life mod plane <laughs> which was a thing um it was called i can't actually i can't even remember what it was called but it was a uh um revolutionary war mod for it and it was really interesting 12 v 12 and yes the reload timer there were three actions you had to prefer to, to perform via hotkey for the reload and the reload <laughs> took about 30 seconds to finish from start to finish about 30 seconds 30 to 45 seconds but there was a key for place the the pellet in there there was a key for push the use the rod the gun pow- the rod to push the gunpowder down and it was really interesting because the fights would always start with like the two charging at each other and then you get the initial volley of like and like you know three or four of them would fall and then the swords would come out and they'd be like and then it was like true trench warfare right they like jump in there and, ching, ching, ching. and it was a lot of fun i think there's potential for something fun there um I just think the Western thing was a, it's a good idea that has no merit to it. Like, I think that there has been a huge gap. Now it's about to be filled with a game called Red Dead Redemption 2, but there was a huge gap in the next gen of Western games. Yeah. And things like that. I just sitting here thinking about it. If Rise, Rise, Son of Rome. Yeah, that's it. If that had been an open world Western exploration game and the Xbox One did not be the xbox one <laughs> then <laughs> things would have been different you know i think if they had come out with a game like like that, that's the perfect time but now red dead redemption 2 is coming like to yeah, compete with that would not be wise no for far I, cry. I don't think at all so uh, i'm sure people are going to be excited about far cry 5 we'll hear more soon mm-hmm. what's the what i think i know what you're thinking about what which one do you think assassin's Seth, creed assassin's- the new assassin's creed will be the most powerful ubisoft game that they have like the Again, Assassin's Creed sits where Sims is. Is there are people who love Assassin's Creed who don't even? I I enjoy Assassin's Creed. Look, like, yeah. I love Assassin's Creed. But like the thing, like the thing with Assassin's Creed is like it is, it is so big. Like it is bigger than just gaming. Like Assassin's Creed is something that people like the aesthetic of. Like Far Cry. Tell me the name of a Far Cry protagonist. I've never played Far Cry, so protagonist I no. Antagonist? You can tell me Pagan Men because that was the last one, but you can't tell me Far Cry 3 had a great antagonist. Oh, oh what's no. his name? He was fucking crazy. But oh, now uh, tell me the guy the... who starred in Assassin's Creed 2. I don't remember. Ezio Ezio Aditor de Frenze. Oh, man, I didn't really enjoy the Ezio series. The yeah. first... the Number 2 was great. I think they kind of... Got a little too long in the tooth with the extra ones like Brotherhood and Brotherhood stuff like that. Awesome. Yeah, I've heard Brotherhood was really great. Um, again, favorite one. Cameron, let me tell you about Brotherhood. Assassin's Creed. Okay, Assassin's Creed 1 comes out. Everyone's mind is blown. You're like, oh shit, I'm walling around. And then you find out you do three things in that game. You pickpocket people, you interrogate people, and then you kill people. That's it. That is Assassin's Creed 1 done. Assassin's Creed 2 comes out. Great story mode. Awesome character. Real lovable. It takes place in the revolution or the uh, renaissance era. So you got all these people who shouldn't know each other all meeting each other. It's like, ah, Leonardo da Vinci makes all this stuff. But then Assassin's Creed Brotherhood comes along. And now you get this base building mechanic 
and you could literally be walking like they just show this in the trailer. You're walking along the the roof, and someone sees you from like two buildings over. Traditionally, in Assassin's Creed, you've now been discovered, and it's time to run. No, 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 no. You just press left trunk. You you press left trigger. Your character goes, and then Assassin just goes and assassinates him. And you're like you're like thumbs up, thumbs up, and they disappear. That was fucking cool. That was so cool that it was just like you would just summon in your squad. Yeah. And if they could get kind of back, like, I, I'm really hoping with Origins they get back to those types of roots of, like, with a name like Assassin's Creed Origins, you're building the assassins. I was going to say, like, you're, you're, we've gotten some information, a little bit of leaks, like, there was a screenshot, it's supposed to be called Origins, it's going to be in Egypt. It's going to be dope. Um, I think this is, is this the peak year? Well, let's see, Black Flag was the high point. What came after Black Flag? Um... Oh God! Yeah, was it Unity? It was Unity. Yeah, yeah. Unity. And then, um, then Syndicate. Syndicate. Yeah. And then um, after Syndicate, they took it was the movie. Off. It was the movie. And then now we're coming in. I I <coughs> think more than anything, this game is going to do well because of the extra year they took off. Probably. Yeah. They they weren't trying to you know trying to be the next Madden. Team, like, you got nine months. Go, go. You know, yeah. they gave them time to get fresh ideas, and especially with Egypt. I mean, when was the last game that you remember that took place in Egypt or in that area? It was the first one when they were uh, going through Jerusalem. That was the closest we had to that area. Yeah, and so, so I think this was a great time for that for that return to return to form of being a good third person action adventure game, and just make it super polished and I, I think that bringing some elements from previous games like the idea of building a network right like building the assassins network um i've heard no towers in this game fantastic i'm just an idea mm-hmm. egypt is on a coast right the mediterranean right lord <laughs> they have vessels right <laughs> Bring some well, black okay. flag into this now look no. there was a screen the screenshot shown was the protagonist in a boat on the river. Boats confirmed for Assassin's <laughs> Creed. Uh, no, I, I, I think the ship combat is is well enough. Like, I think it's... like it's Assassin's Creed Black Flag is out. Go play it. It's real good. I even don't, even I now... I don't think it's a minimum requirement for every Assassin's Creed game moving forward. Yeah, I think um, that... I mean... It says... It's, it's a testament to that game specifically that you can... I would still recommend going to pick that game. But if you found it like 5 or $10 in a bin, go get it. I'm talking about... Grabbing a piece of metal, surfing down the pyramids. That's what I'm talking about. Ooh, no. No, don't do that. That's what I'm wanting. <laughs> I guarantee you right now, you don't want to do I'm that. I'm talking about Egyptian curses. But, I'm talking about scarab beetles. But I wouldn't be surprised if we raid some pyramids Yep. for tombs and special assassin's treasures or maybe like a piece of Eden. Ooh. That would be cool. I want to fight some mummies. Stop. Did they? Uh, <laughs> they never got into the weird. No, they didn't do the supernatural. Well, no, they did. Uh, what was it? Well, I mean, other than the literal aliens, I, I still say the weirdest thing. <laughs> spoilers, deal with it. It's been so long. The weirdest thing ever was in either two or three. I think it was two. Where literally you're talking to the like ethereal woman at the end of the game oh, who's trying to tell to you like the yeah the Greek gods, and she looks directly at the camera, and I'm like, oh god, she's talking to me. <laughs> this is too much for that me. That was really weird. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'd like to see, <clears throat> if they do bring this back, I want to see another protagonist. 
not having a protagonist in the modern world, if you even do the modern world. I think there's an argument against doing the modern world. Like, just go... I think that's part of the game. I think that's part of the series at this point. It, I mean, it, it is. In, in, but if you're trying to tell the story of the... Like, the whole... It's weird. It's a frame story because they're trying. you're trying to learn the origins of the assassins, right? Or where they hid something. And I think that trope worked really well, but if the point of this game is to tell how the assassins were formed, you don't have to do a frame story for that. Unless you want to go ahead and start building another overarching narrative of, like, we've got to find the pieces of Eden. We're only a piece of the piece. We've got a bigger piece we've got to find. And only the origin of the assassins. No, it's like, if that's what you want to do, then that's fine. But I think they could get away with just doing a... I'd agree. Camera pan down. It's Egypt. Play an Egypt game. It's okay. You can do that. You don't have to have an anchor to the real world. I think I I just think that's so embedded in the story now that it they have to. It probably is, yeah. I, and I didn't mean to say Far Cry was not great. I just think that Assassin's Creed. I know, I know, I don't transcend. I don't necessarily disagree with you, especially really thinking about it. Assassin's Creed does has the hype, <coughs> have the hype right now, especially yeah. like I mean, people have been talking positively about it since they didn't get one last year. Like, who was? I'm ready now. I'm ready for the next Assassin's Creed. So we'll see. Um, just don't pull another Unity. Oh God. Yeah, no. No, I want the Pharaoh's face to disappear. Just floating <laughs> eyes. That's the final boss. So, so Andros. It's, so it's Star Fox. Yeah, basically, yeah. Do it. Um, let's likely to see. This is something else they talked about in the press conference. The crew two. Yeah. Does anybody have anything to say about the crew two? Everything I have to no. say is was what you said in Need for Speed. Okay, I was gonna I was I was gonna say the same thing, except I would put the crew two in a step below Need for Speed. I've got the perfect analogy for you. Okay. Here we go. Forza are Lay's potato chips. Delicious. Crispy and crunchy. Need for speed is the Target brand, Archer Farms. Okay. Potato chips. Not quite the same taste as Lay's. Probably super organic, got a couple different hooks to it. But at the end of the day, it's a more accessible, a little bit cheaper, but a little bit different as well. The Crew is the great value brand. <laughs> There's nothing here. This is the, man, I could buy these chips for $3, but I'd really rather buy these shitty chips for two fifteen. <laughs> that's what I really want right now I want everything I want to eat a potato chip but not enjoy a potato chip and save myself <laughs> 85 cents no I, I know the first no, crew no, did those are the chips you buy for that friend that disappoints you constantly yeah exactly oh, yeah man. this is the player two. Oh, <laughs> player two I, I mean I guess the crew is fine because isn't the whole hook like you're building a crew like you're building a, yeah, and a team I mean the game did okay it was it was, I mean, I'm talking very okay. Like, I think review scores gave it sixes, maybe seven here or there. So, but I mean, even then, I think it's it's got a big hill to climb, especially when you've got the next force is going to be announced and you've got a Need for Speed contender coming out this year. Plus, there's rumors that Polyphony Digital will finally get off the couch. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. We'll talk about that in the Sony one. Um, but, I mean, the only thing that would... The only thing that would bomb harder than this is if they announced another, um, you know, which game I'm talking about. It was the Sony one. Oh yeah. Dri another that, drive yeah. club. Drive club. Uh, yeah, dude. That's the only, I was like, wait a second. What is he talking about? The game, it never really came out. No, it's out. It's out now. 
it was the game oh, yeah. that was delayed a year, then was in beta for a year. <laughs> that you were supposed to get free with PlayStation Plus that you now end up having to pay for. You didn't yeah, you got the first couple of levels and then you got had to pay for the rest of it. But that was supposed to be a launch game. Twenty thirteen. And it was twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, and then twenty sixteen is when you really got to play Drive Club. Anyway, please get me off of this. Talk about another game. Uh, I have one that I... Dancing lo- Giraffes. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> I was going to talk about something that would be fun. But no, apparently we're going to open the show with another stupid clown circus show. They're going to have all the clowns come out, and they're going to dancing starfishes, and Aisha Tyler's going to be up there, there's going to be sparklers, and some dude's going to be up there like pelvic thrusting, and they're going to be like, Just Dance, whatever the hell they're numbering them now, whether it's Just Dance 17 or Just Dance 2018, I don't care. It's another dancing game. It's coming. Honestly, I just I want to see Aisha Tyler just cringing on stage as they're doing this. It's going to be Nintendo Switch. You're going to get the little little sticks and dance to Katy Perry or whatever bullshit music you're into that that they think you want to listen to. Hang on, I got an idea. Just hear me out. Just Dance Star Wars Edition. I would buy that shit so fast, <laughs> but they're not going to do that. They're, listen, I I want to talk about one thing real quick. Do you remember Star Wars Connect? Yeah. Yes. Okay. If you're a true, if you're a true fan of, of Rock Punch, you know Star Wars. <laughs> you know. That's as cryptic as I'm gonna be. So the if you remember the songs that they sang were like Star Wars versions of modern songs. Like yeah, I'm you know I'm Han Solo. I'm Han Solo. Yeah. You know it, if you made a whole game of that and it was a dancing game. I would give you sixty American dollars. <laughs> the problem is EA. EA owns that. So yeah, they own the license, yeah. so it's not, not going to happen anymore. So they'll just make a knockoff version. Star Trek. Just dance. Star <laughs> Trek. Oh, oh, can we do that with dancing games? But you can only play as Riker. The Twilight. The Twilight. <laughs> Look, the, Riker's awesome. The Twilight years of Guitar Hero, where you started to do the specific, the franchise of Van, oh, Van Halen yeah. and Aerosmith and all. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Um, yeah, I mean, it'll be there. It's a big game for them. They make money yeah. off of it. Let's talk about what we want to see for Ubisoft. Division. I want to see the, the Division. Talk about a franchise that teetered off. Yeah. It just kind of fell off, and I think there was a really good idea there. I don't think it it did fall off. I don't think it fell off as hard as a few. What was another game similar to The Division that came out? That fell off harder than The Division. Um, I can't remember. But I know that like the division had a strong showing. It's just the fact the patches and support. And I'll I'll give the team oh no, they, props. They still have DLC coming out. Yeah, they still have DLC, and they they supported it well. It's the fact that when they released patches, it would break parts of the game, and people were upset, and they didn't fix it fast enough. And by that time, people were already like, "Look, go on other games." Yeah. Um. But I would not. I don't. The, the, here's the thing: the division tried to be Destiny in the real world, and I and like I'm maybe popular, unpopular opinion. I don't know. A part of me doesn't necessarily know if I want to see another division two or anything like that. So I have a plan for, so I think that unless there's some good plan. Well, I think that the divisions flaw was trying to be super realistic and I don't think that they would do this because it's a Tom Clancy game and Tom Clancy games have to be very to the T in that. But I think part of Destiny's appeal is the 
intergalactic fun of it, right? Like it is, you you shoot aliens on the face and then little sparkles come out. And that feels good. (laughs) That is, Destiny has that on lock. And because they're aliens, you can rate it T for team. Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, Because literally, like, you know, the little, you get credit chips, but they're like the little flat pieces of holographic paper. Like, that is genius. Listen, whoever did that should be the CEO of Activision because they know how video games work. But the the thing with the Division is that, like, it felt like, oh, this guy's wearing a a tank and shoots flamethrowers, but I just poured five clips of M5 bullets into him, right? Like, it just was, it was a person out of time. I think that dropping the Tom Clancy name for the Division and taking it in a more futuristic approach. I'm not saying go full destiny with like guardians and post apocalypse. You're talking about like advanced warfare. Yeah, take it to the advanced warfare levels to the Titanfall levels yeah. where imagine if you're playing the game Titanfall but instead of like calling in titans to fight each other, what if you call in a titan to fight a giant creature who's trying to threaten the base or whatever like that type of like you're you're doing a raid and then the last boss of the raid you call in a giant mech that maybe one person controls the legs for the other one controls the arm you know like that type of cool so hang on there was a movie that did that pacific rim but um no that was two people yeah pacific rim is right you could also have selected the power rangers movie because they did that as well yeah but i'm just saying (laughs) He's trying to go more of like the the sci-fi kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I think that some un unreality, like unrealness, is what the division needs. Like, give me some laser. I can believe if I shoot fifty lasers into a bad guy that they don't immediately die because they're lasers. I don't know the potency of the lasers. As long as you give me big ass laser that melts people later in the game, <laughs> that's fine. But like when it's bullets, we just I don't, especially when it's supposed to be hyper realistic. If yeah, I put if, a flip in you, you should be dead. If Ubisoft does that, it will not be called the division, and there will be no ties to the division at all. And I don't, yeah, because of that, because of that Tom Clancy license, like you said earlier, yeah, they're not. If if they do that, it will be a completely different game removed from the division. Yeah, and I just I don't, I don't know. I really liked the division, and I really liked the realism they were going for. But I think if they keep the division going, I think some major changes need to happen to the game. Yeah. I I agree. Yeah. Like if 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 you're if you're gonna make enemies be a lot easier to kill and not bullet sponges per se, I would probably want more enemies. Or we coming need, at uh, me, or we need better puzzles to be able to get to the enemies. Yeah, very much. And I think that it just or it, we just have Ghost Recon. Oh, we already Wild do. Lands. It's called Wildlands. Yeah. Oh, like, there you go. <laughs> that I, I feel like that may have been the. I, I feel th- like the legs on the it have been better. I think that Wildlands was better received, and I think is has, you're right has longer legs than. Now hey man, all I gotta say, Wildlands is great for one reason: Bolivia sued France <laughs> because it takes place in Bolivia. Oh man, I, I haven't played it. I haven't played it. I haven't played it. Um, but speaking of where a sci-fi game may fit into Ubisoft's portfolio, turn back the clock to Watch Dogs Two. Tell me what you what was discovered oh, yes. in there. <laughs> Everybody forgot about this. Okay, so if you have played through Watch Dogs Two, and I'm almost done. I got to finish that game. It's really good. It, you basically have to, you find the Ubisoft location in the game and you basically have to hack into their servers. And there was a huge buzz about this video that you could watch And it. The video, it was this thing in space, this space station. And it had like these banners across like E3, 20 E3 something video. Do not leak. And it was in the game, but 
a lot of people were taking it as an Easter egg for an unannounced game that Ubisoft has that they put in the game. And I would, I would love to see what that game is this year. If according to their press release, we may not see it. If it's the same game, apparently they did push an unannounced, a quote, unannounced triple a game out of the 26, 17, 2018 fiscal year to next fiscal year. Um, but I'd man, if 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 we could at least get a tease of what that is, it'd be awesome. I have an idea. Okay. Assassin's Creed is now on a bi yearly strategy. Right? Yes. Every two years. Keep it there. And I think that, that to carry your off years, Far Cry can do that. Far Cry can carry your off years, maybe watchdogs. You know, maybe do a Far Cry, then a watchdogs, Far Cry, then a watchdogs, maybe get into that type of rhythm. Or even do the if if you if you do that, I would rather see the um the Call of Duty cycle once every three years. Once yeah, once every three years, maybe you have to do some kind of studio shenanigans. But like, I think that what you should push is Far Cry. I think that releasing another open world game this year is going to be tough, especially with Shadow of War or some of the other stuff that's coming. Put Far Cry Five next year, whatever this space game is. It, I would love a Fallout situation of like it's coming this this you know here's the game it's coming this year, like that would be, be cool. That would be cool. Highly doubt, doubtful, and then have Assassin's Creed in the space game, so it's like super old, super new. You know, it's like Egypt, the future, and so it's like you get this good contrast from Ubisoft. I think that would go way better. It's a fucking tower in the space game. If you go to space stations to unlock <laughs> missions, I will uh, burn it to the ground. No, you won't. You'll play it. I know I won't. <laughs> because they'll have space pirates. If it, Now, if you're a space pirate, just make that game. <laughs> good to go. Um, yeah, I think Far Cry is a great game series, but it is... I would rather see Far Cry at May of next year. Like, I feel like Far Cry is a good game to get my hands on and before summer, before the summer drought, like you were talking about. Like, that's a fun game to play over the summer. But if it's launching alongside Destiny, alongside Red Dead, alongside... Uh, yeah, uh, there's no way. No uh, and, way. And it's nothing against Far Cry, but I think... I can tell you, I will buy it. Oh, yeah, people... Because I like Far Cry. Yeah, there are people going to be that buy it, but then are you going to play it? Especially with yeah. Destiny 2 and Red Dead Redemption 2... And, and all these other game, uh, first-person shooter games that are coming out this year. My, yeah. Dude, I went the straight-up Ninja Assassin route on Far Cry 4, and I literally would kill everything with a blade and a bow. I wouldn't take anything else. I remember you the, could do that. Well, the, the tough part here is that we are we are not representative of the people that make and break this industry, right? Like True. The, the, the unspoken majority is what, you know, the people who go into GameStop and look at the posters to make a buying decision is a... And large it, chunk of and, the game. And at least, at least right now, as of this recording, people are on that Destiny 2 train. Oh, I know. Especially after being able to be Ichigo Kurosaki or yeah. hey, guys, Captain America. Destiny's back. We fixed all the things that are wrong. Trust us. Don't, don't worry. It's all fine. Down, down, down. It. It, it's just... <laughs> and I don't, He's dying. It's while, great. While Seth has a seizure. <laughs> I, don't, I, 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 I kind of agree with Seth. I really... I like Far Cry, and I think it is popular, but I think that it would be very hard for this fall to come out with all these other popular games coming so out So here's well. what you do. Simple fix. Spring. Next year. Yes, May. May 2018 is, in fact, the correct month to release Far Cry. No, December. 
Don't 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 do that to me. Don't do that. December is a dead zone that no game should ever be. Put it January or February. (laughs) February would be better. Did Undertale come out in December? I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to look that up. Undertale's real good. There's one game I'm going to talk about this, and if they show, like, dude, if they show me this, if this, if this is the bottom of the page, yes, yes, I, I, one of uh, the last on our want to see list for Ubisoft. If there is a Splinter Cell game, holy crap, I will lose my shit. I, I'm, I've, I, I've been a big fan of the Splinter Cell series since, in this may, very unpopular opinion, but um, what was the game they had for Xbox 360? Uh, I'm not. It's whatever he was Backlash. on his own. He was he was he was rogue, Chaos and then theory. no 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 no. It, and then that introduced the like kind of easy targeting system where you could mark people, but then they capitalized on it more with um, blacklist Splinter Cell blacklist back mm-hmm. in twenty. And that game came out in twenty fourteen. Uh, it wasn't on next gen, so it had to have been twenty thirteen. It's been, uh, needless to say, it's been a very long time since the last Splinter Cell game was released. And so I think it's time. I, I, I think, I hope, I have my fingers crossed that Ubisoft's big reveal game this year is a Splinter Cell game. Would That'd love, awesome. love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, I would, I would go crazy for that. Uh, Sam Fisher and all of his shenanigans have way too much fun with. Yeah. What do you, do you think they would maybe reboot that? I don't know if you necessarily have to reboot it. You just make another one. I I, I feel like that series, unless they, unless they went. I mean, it has been a while, but they could. But I don't think they will. I think they could okay. just easily kind of carry on with a new story, like maybe almost in the sense of the Hitman game. Fuck, that's just another story I don't want to talk about right now. Oh, very, yeah, I know. I'm a little upset about that. Um, how they like the hit, the new Hitman game from last year wasn't it was a reboot, but kind it still kind of kept the story it's going. Like a soft reboot, yeah. Yeah, um, I could see that, but I, I don't care if they have a Splinter Cell game and it has sim and it takes like the blacklist gameplay and builds on that. Sign me up. I'm ready to go. Yeah. That's it. I mean, there are. Those are the big three. I know Devolver Digital will also be present. They, they have their own press conference. They have their own press conference, which is new. So, uh, Chaos Theory. Nope. No, that wasn't the one. Splinter Cell you Because I'm looking at it. Sorry. I, I totally derailed you. That's all right. Um, yeah, so uh, the, we didn't talk a whole lot about the PC game show. That thing has been a... Splinter Cell Conviction. That's the game. Okay. Okay, we got it out. All Everybody right. calm Are down. Are we ready? Yes. Can, please. Can we, oh, we all have to turn our keys simultaneously. <laughs> Are we ready to proceed? <laughs> all right. On my mark. Three, two, one. Mark. Turn. All okay. right, good. We are ready to move into the ending of this episode. Um, so Devolver Digital is going to have a press event as well. Mm-hmm. Um, first year doing it. Good luck. I don't know. I don't that now Devolver Digital has a lot of games. Like I, I for people for listeners at home, I'll list some of the games they've made from 2015 onward. Um, Hotline Miami Two, Titan Souls, Not a Hero, Ali Ali Two, Bro Force was a big one. Um, that crazy pigeon dating sim had a full, had boyfriend. A full boyfriend. Yeah. What the? Yeah. Enter the Gungeon. 
they make a lot <coughs> a, that like that studio i think they, they make they and they publish a yeah. lot of um um indie games yeah i it's just it's very interesting to me that they're actually saying we're gonna have our own press conference like that's a that's a lot of money, and I'm surprised. It's I think it's super healthy. I think it is time for the it is time for the indie game to transcend the term indie game. It is time for games like I've you know we didn't talk about games a lot this week, but games like Stardew Valley, Dead Dead Cell is one that I've been recently picking up and super duper enjoying. Games like um this uh sorry what's the new one from Ega the um, oh, um, Bloodstained. oh, Bloodstained, there you Blood, go. Like Those games should no longer be sitting in this weird indie category that just gets plopped onto Steam. Like, they should be games in their own right, right? And we spent most of today talking about AAA games. You, you, I like the idea. You're talking about, like, bringing back the mid-tier game. Like yeah. The THQs. So, yeah! Like, wait, and bringing back, yeah, like, games like... Taking a game like Braid and putting it on the pedestal it should have been put on, like it was at the time, right? Like it was made the Summer of Arcade game, right? Like that game was a poster child for what indie games should look like on consoles, right? Like yeah. make a good video game, we will publish it, or you know, we'll help you publish it and get it out there. Um, so the, the fact that Devolver Digital is doing a large event for this is great. Um, I think it's a Twitch stream, you know, and I don't know if it's going to get picked up by a lot of the main carriers i don't know they haven't even announced the time for it yet i don't yeah, think i assume this will probably be a twitch stream but i would love to see more indie style games getting not just showcased but like announced right like it would be really awesome if there is a big indie game that people want to announce at this stuff the big problem is early access is just a th- like that's as part of indie now and so it's like you can announce something really exciting, but it's going to enter early access, right? It's going to be early access, and it's not going to be a full game. Ark Survival Evolved. Awesome game premise. The game's still not done. DayZ. Game's still not done. Like that's So that's kind of the problem, I think, with a lot of E3 announcements. Even though it's like it, especially in those situations, they're advertised as if the games are done. Like, they have yeah. huge advertisement banners like, oh, yeah, okay. And then you're like, oh, this is... Early access. Early access. And even Dead Cells, like the game that I'm playing, it's a roguelike Metroidvania, super interesting game, early access. But I'm playing it, I'm like, this is a video game, like, and so that's a whole different conversation, but I think it's going to be very difficult to have a good E3 press conference, because people really like, Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim will be released on 11-11-11. Like, that is what people want, that. They want to know that this is when I will be able to go to the GameStop and I will be able to buy it, Right. And the problem is, is that that's not the case with a lot of these indie games, just mainly because they don't have the reach for that. But I, so you've really they've got to do a really I, good I job. I think of, I've seen if you've watched a lot of the Sony press conferences, you'll usually see Devolver Digital a lot, especially in the yeah. sizzle reels, or whenever they have you know they have Sony has their little indie section where they start talking about indie stuff. Mm. Um, even Microsoft has a little bit of that. In but if that's its own press conference, is that going to stand? Depends on how many games. That's the key. And it depends on the games they're bringing to the table. They've got to be some strong contenders. I don't think this should be put at the scale of like EA or Bethesda or Sony or Microsoft. Um, it, it This is. I, I, honestly, I feel like this would be best in a in a similar vein to um, Nintendo's E3 strategy, where it's just like a 30 minute to hour long video that you just pop on the Internet and watch. Oh, yeah. Or like some live stream you showcase where you start, you know, have the devs come in and showcase your game. No, you got to live stream it because I want the mistakes. 
<laughs> I need the day. Listen, part, half the fun of E3 is the memes <laughs> that come afterwards. Oh, Jesus. That's true. They are And fun. not the memes that Aisha Tyler tries to make. Like, let's make a meme real quick. Well, like, she may be told to do that. Regardless. Regardless. I just want Mr. Caffeine. <laughs> I need that back in my life. I need cars from ceilings. I need five hundred and ninety nine ninety nine. I need these things in my life. You mean it prints money? It prints money. <laughs> it, I need them. I need DSs coming up from pedestals in the ground. I need those moments. You're gonna need to have two jobs to buy this. Yeah, like that is a, <laughs> to me. That's part of the culture. That God, is, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, exactly. Your mind Listen, blocked it out things, subconsciously. Things were dark for a long time there. We, we have an awesome system for those who can't afford this one. It's called the Xbox Three. Oh, oh, sorry. Good Don Magic. It's garbage, dude. <laughs> it's okay. Karma came back around in a big way. Here's how you share games on the PS4. Right quick, too. Um, <laughs> you um, win. So um, we didn't really dive a whole lot deep into these. Um, I'm sure the Devolver Digital Press event will be great, but it is their first year. If They have to have something of significance if they're having their own conference. Yeah, that's, all that's for sure. That um, some other notable ones. We didn't talk about some big ones. I know Destiny was probably very frustrating because it is a third-party game. Let's be real, people. That is going to be at Sony. So tune in. 127.6%. Yeah, tune in to Sony. Agreed. It's, you know, they announced it's going to be on PC, so there may be some time, but I really think Sony has paid very handsomely. Sony has that marketing deal for the entire 10 year duration of that game. It will be at Sony stage. Yeah. Um, the other one that, uh, is someone was like, what about this game? And we were like, you think they will be at E3 is red dead redemption Two? They will not be at E3. In fact, I don't know if how much you know about rockstar, but they fucking hate E3. Because Rockstar is a prima donna. And if you're not paying attention to only them, they're grumpy. I feel like... Uh, yeah. I don't think they're going to be at E3. But I think it's on the list. I think what may happen is at least within the stratosphere, because there is such a heavy focus on games for that week, either the week before or the week after, I, I would not be surprised if Rockstar just goes on their YouTube channel and says, new video uploaded. Red Dead Redemption 2 gameplay trailer. Do you remember GTA 5 when they did the they it was almost like a it was almost like an E3 video where it's like, "Hey, now we're going to walk into the tennis courts and I'm playing tennis." And it's like, "Oh, now let's go log in online." And everyone was like, "Oh shit." Like it was that was kind of their they did a their own little stream. I would love to see that. It would be great if it was streamed, but I think that I think it's going to be Rockstar some pre-made video some VOD. Yep. Nintendo Direct trash. Yep. Which is not bad, but doesn't <laughs> say, "Hey, I like Nintendo Direct." Control the message is the term that I, I really don't at some point soon within the next month or so. I think that we need to see some more of Red Dead Redemption 2, especially if it's coming out this fall. But like you said, Seth, they they move to the beat of their own schedule and they're going to release it when they feel like it. Grand Theft Auto 5 is still in the top. Grand Theft Auto 5 never sold. goes on sale. It like if it goes on sale, it's thirty nine ninety nine, And that's um, when it came out in 2013. I got a 30 2013 bucks. for past gen, 2014 for next gen, yeah. 2015 for PC, I think. Uh, I got it on Steam for 30 bucks. It was, yeah. It, it was a big bucks. sale, though. Like, the, it wasn't just like, oh, we're dropping this. Okay. The thing with, yeah, with Rockstar is they're not going to, they're not going to show this at E3. Um, no. But they will do a stream or something and then a drop a story trailer. Yep. 
for this. But um, last one, Seth Seth Turner, seal of approval right here. Boom, mark my words, Borderlands 3 will be at this press event. Um, I don't think that it is going to, or it will be at E3, sorry. Borderlands 3 will be at E3 this year. Um, time to time to finish licking the wounds of Battleborn. Oh, Rip man. Battleborn, but it's time to move on, and it's time to release the game that should have been released within the second year of the next-gen consoles being out. I I got one I want to add to this list when you're done with Borderlands. Okay, yeah. So I don't know where Borderlands fits, though. That was the thing. I, we we were talking about that before the show. I don't. It's going to be whoever. It's either whoever pays the most money, or if for some stupid fucking reason they end up at the PC game show. That would be a worst case scenario. That would confirm for me my suspicion that things at Gearbox are on fire. In <laughs> fact, and Randy Pitchford should be removed from office. But the I think that the smartest thing. This is just me being a total fanboy like destiny is in bed with sony it is their co-op shooter extravaganza phil pull out your checkbook lick that pen and it is time to bring borderlands into the circle of trust as batman would say bring them into the fold make borderlands a an example of what an xbox game should be Cross buy, cross save, Xbox Play Anywhere runs on Windows 10, runs on Windows uh, on Xbox One, Xbox One S, and Scorpio. 4K on Squirt, like it should be the poster child for third party development on Xbox. If you could make that happen, I think you could really be aggressive and move it. Like console, it would be great if it was a console exclusivity, kind of like not a chance. Maybe like that, but I, it's not I, gonna happen. Not the game itself, but. If that happens, I would much prefer seeing a, um, uh, honestly, a same strategy that Destiny has with Sony is that exclusive loot, exclusive, these things are only exclusive for the first year on the Xbox platform, and then after that, they may come to other consoles. And maybe the, like Resident Evil, where, I think Resident Evil 7 did a great job of highlighting each platform's wins, like it was VR compatible on PS4, it was cross by cross save compatible on Xbox. Like it took advantage of each of the platforms unique perks. I guess you'd say if it were to do that, where it's like cross by cross save Xbox play anywhere versus going over to PS4, maybe it's, I, it should be Scorpio optimized regardless. Um, but PS4 pro optimization, maybe some VR stuff in it. I don't know. Borderlands would be fun in VR. Marcus. Hey, <laughs> it's you. The traveler. I don't even know. What do they, what do they call you? in that game oh man vault, vault hunter, hunter vault yeah. hunter come in here i'm shooting people in the legs for no reason look at me i'm randy pitchford i do all the voices it's basically <laughs> seth mcfarland um anyways i i think it will be there i don't know where it fits though so. i think if gearbox wants to get back on the ho- saddle as it were especially after battleborn um i think you're right it, it has to be sh- shown or talked about in some capacity in something not a oh borderlands 3 is coming to next-gen consoles and PC, and they show a Borderlands 3 splash logo, and they walk off the stage. Fuck that. No, you need to show me something. I'm wanting clap, giant claptrap to come down from the ceiling. <laughs> what is with you and things coming from I the ceiling? I want it just to come down from the Every E3 game should come down from the ceiling. <laughs> no, no, dude. I got something better. It rises from the basement. Do the exact opposite, but you get, like, you get the Jacob's claptrap. You get all of them. Actually, if there was a giant claptrap, I would be pretty annoyed. I don't really like claptrap that much. It's pretty annoying to me. <laughs> what? 
I find him humor. He's fun. He's funny to a point. Yeah, but there there comes a time when there's that time. friend that you like. He tells some really good jokes, and you're like, "Man, this is really funny." But then he really doesn't know when to stop. They should pack in a button with Borderlands Three. You press the button, it just mutes all of Claptrap's audio, so I can choose. I can regulate <laughs> when I'm ready for more Claptrap. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be there. I don't know where it fits. Actually, the more I think about the PC game show, the more it makes sense that, that would be there, no! and it would be an awesome announcement at the worst venue ever. <laughs> Eh, well, I don't. Anyway. I don't have. I won't have a problem with the PC gaming show as long as it's not more than an hour and a half. What you mean, like that five-hour extravaganza they tried to push? <laughs> it was five, then it was three and a half. Oh, I don't even know. Will, what's the last game? You, the when it, you so we met, I mentioned THQ earlier, and it, lightning bolt hit my brain, and I remembered something. THQ Nordic is going to be publishing a game this year called Elex, E L E X. So it's a fusion of. Fantasy, sci-fi, and uh, just regular normal people, all three, in uh, the same realm. But it's a Skyrim-esque, so it's a single-player. That'd be cool. You're out in the world. You can have jetpacks. You can have magic, swords, sorcery, guns, bullets, lasers. Go. That's crazy. Um, I want to see more about that because it's supposed to come out in 2017. Oh uh, yeah, we. Might if it's see coming that. out in 2017 and you want to play at E3, you should already be marketing the game. Yep. that's the it, well. And I mean, it's on Steam already. I've seen stuff for it. It's on THQ Nordic's website. Yeah, but I want to see more about this game because I've seen actually a beta video. Okay, they, they, they've had that out already, so they've done some basic marketing. We might even see. We might even get to, a chance to see more on Darksiders Three. I doubt it, but um, that game's coming out next year. But I think IGN is cool, but I don't think it holds it. Well, I think that. I think more than anything, IGN kind of took a lot of that with their IGN yeah. first on it. So, But that's what I'm saying. I'd like to see more about Alex because you got magics, you got guns, you got lasers, jetpacks. Yes, I, I need to see this. If this is me, if we see that, it's going to be a YouTube at E3, Jeff Keighley exclusive yeah. okay video trailer. <laughs> I am okay with that. And, and yeah, that's I mean that's fine, but I feel like it's gonna be one of those videos that pops up. Hey, I'm man. excited about the the YouTube gaming show. That's really cool. <laughs> oh, I, hey man, if Jeff Keighley's involved, I'll sit back and watch. Yeah, that was really that was very masterfully done. I I'm telling it. you, Jeff, get just don't don't go to the Sony press conference today, Kojima. Just come to the YouTube and just drop your gameplay. <laughs> you know he's gonna be there <laughs> for come, Hideo. Come Hideo, just come drop your exclusive gameplay world premiere on the YouTube game you, show in the middle of the day. You you. Everyone at this table knows that won't happen. He'll come down because so, to, they'll burn. This much will money. be a flaming staircase this year. <laughs> it will be like, and it'll just like, no, rise up like just the flames will flow up, and then at the top will be. You, you know, it's going to be after last last year's Death Stranding video. It's going to be tar or some kind of oil I don't, or whatever. I just we're going to talk about it, at Sony, but. I just really don't want to see Death Stranding. Show me, show it to me when it gets closer. No, to I release. want to see the basically Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, except at the top of the the pedestal is not the whatever the hell they did in that movie. It's Hideo Kojima <laughs> with a gameplay demo of. Death <laughs> That's what I want. Just I, including the heart ripping out, like that should I mean, be in there. Kalima, Kalima. Well, I mean, to be fair, Mark Sarney's involved, so you know. No, he's working on that too. Anyway, <laughs> get us. Oh man, you don't know how excited I am for the Sony Press thing now. Oh, I can't wait. We're going to be getting there in a couple of weeks, everyone. But anyways, thank you so much. We have been here for a very long time. Thank you so much for hanging tight with us. Third parties is a monster to try and tackle. But that is our impressions, thoughts, 
predictions. That's, that's probably the biggest one. The other one's going to be a lot smaller. Bullshit related to <laughs> third parties. Yeah. Um, yeah, let us know what you think. Uh, if you have a thought, uh, t- uh, you can tweet us at RocketPunchGo. We're on Facebook.com slash RocketPunchNetwork. You can tweet me personally if you say, Hey, Seth, uh, today's episode did not have enough JoJo's Bizarre Adventure references. I'm going to need you to fix that. You can tweet me at Darth Turner. You can tweet... Hey, uh, Will at CT Gamer. And you can tweet myself, Cameron, at C Kearns. <laughs> I finally get what... <laughs> If you want your JoJo's reference today, goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, JoJo. Yes. I was rolling on the floor. I'm going to tell you right now, all my stuff is Dragon Ball related at the moment. Um, it's We've got a... I try and keep up with at least the latest gaming stuff, so um, posting it up there. Or at least my comments on random stuff, like what the fuck rompers are. Don't I, I don't even know. Trousers. <laughs> It's another word that's like, wait, what? Apparently, no, no, no. it's like a, you, you know that crap that, that parents put their kids in, the, it's like a onesie kind of deal, but meant for outdoor wear. I, I don't know, I don't care, I just know that apparently they it's are trash. so in right now. Yeah, apparently onesies have come full circle, guys. Yeah. You know what's also so in right now? Blue jeans. Blue jeans have always <laughs> been in. I yeah. wear blue jeans because they're functional and they're durable. I don't know what a romper is, and I definitely don't want it near me. <laughs> no, you want that rocket punch shirt you're wearing, though. I've got the rocket punch shirt. It's right yeah. on my chest. It's caressing my body gently. It's so soft and, and delicious. And you can get one, too, over at patreon.com slash rocket punch. Mm-hmm. Patreon is a uh, basically a monthly contribution that you can make to rocket punch. It helps us uh, keep the site alive, keep things growing. Um it is also the VIP Super Mega Awesome Club of Awesomeness. We dispense digital high fives over there all the time, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive swag, and even the Rocket Punch shirt. What? You what? can get that. So starting at as little as a dollar a month, you can get access to the Patreon boards. You can get on Discord and chat with us uh, during streams and whatnot. Um, up at $3, you get access to the bonus episodes of Rocket Punch Cast and Tank and Spank and Creator Spotlight, and all the other good things that we do every single month. You get that at $3, $5, you start getting swag on up to the Rocket Punch shirt in its final form. So make sure to head over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Rocket Punch to get on the Cool Kid Bandwagon Super Awesome Party Train today. We we can call it that. We're going to call it that now. Yeah. The Cool Um, Kid Club. All right. And last but not least, uh, you're like, wait a second, what is this Facebook, Twitter, I don't know this, I just want some good old-fashioned internet? Great, rocketpunchgo.com, that's where you go, that's where all the stuff lives. New episodes right at the tip top of the page, we've got calendars for game releases, all kinds of good little tidbits of things for gamers to uh, indulge themselves in. Um, Dank memes, plenty, and a couple of Easter eggs. Related to something we've talked about in the show. We've got to figure it out. Oh, the mystery is real! But uh, anyways, this has been the first episode of our Road to E3. Like I said, we're pausing the numbering for now, but we will resume after E3 with Lord... I don't even know what that episode after E3 is going to be. Oh, God. Actually, I've already got the title. Why the Xbox Scorpio will mean the end of the PlayStation (laughs) brand forever. (laughs) Back, baby. The king is back. Yeah, when you're getting outsold two to one, I guess all you can do is count on your hardware. Oh! (laughs) Not when we press the reset button. 
There's no reset button. There is a reset button. We're going to press it. It's called oh, Scorpio. Is that how you got the Red Ring of Death? Listen, the Scorpio <laughs> sting. so much trash talk going on right now. I'm <laughs> I, so scared. You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't have a chance to see the Red Ring of Death. I was too busy paying my uh, bills back for $599.99. I had to get a second job. I didn't even have time to play video oh, games. Yep. Mm, man. Nah, that's fine. I had a PS3 like within the first week. I had a lot of fun riding my backwards dragon in Skyrim on the PlayStation 3. It was great. That was never <laughs> patched until two years later. <laughs> We're done with this. I'm done I played with Skyrim on computer. Passive, Sorry. not passive aggressive <laughs> trash that we are doing right now. Um, anyways, thank you so much for listening to part one, third parties, for our road to E3 2017. Next week, we will be back with Nintendo. Oh boy, if you like it when I lose my shit like this, you're going to be ready for next week. <laughs> I might lose my shit a little bit. I'm but, excited. I'm excited for Nintendo. Um, we'll switch over to that. I hate you. Next week. Nope, we're done. In this episode now. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. Until then, farewell.